I went to bed last night, and of course, this was on my mind and what I would say today, um, but I, I'm so overwhelmed that uh, the words are <laughs> hard to formulate. Here's how my mind works. This is what I woke up thinking about this morning. I was thinking about the name Crossroads and how that, that came about. And this is what was on my mind. In the blues world, there's a man that rises pretty much above all other blues players as far as I'm concerned, and that's Robert Johnson. And there's a myth about Robert Johnson that in the 30s in Rosedale, Mississippi, as a young man, he had this great desire to be the, the greatest blues player ever. And the myth goes that he went down south of Rosedale, Mississippi and made a deal with the devil. He sold his soul in exchange for musical genius. His life didn't turn out so good. He died at the age of 27. But I found this interesting in his song, Crossroads. Here's the first few lines of those lyrics. I went down to the crossroads and I fell down on my knees and asked the Lord above. Have mercy now and save Poor Bob, if you please. Josh and I talked about, and we talked about this before we named the church, and we talked about crossroads and Robert Johnson going down the crossroads, but Diane and I in our lives, we, we went down to the crossroads, and instead of heading the devil's way, we headed the way of Christ, and as it says there on the place to find direction in a confusing world, and that's really what we wanted God to create here in Solvent, Indiana, is a place that you might find direction in a confusing world that God would show you the way, and that's uh, the road that you would choose, and many of you have, and I praise God for that. I asked Christ to save me 45 years ago, and he did, and I asked for a church family, and I asked for a setup like Crossroads years and years ago, and praise God that he answered my prayer. And so I say good morning to you, Crossroads. I am speechless about what God has done and continues to do among us. I am filled with wonder and awe this morning and great gratitude for what God has created, this great family we call Crossroads. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for welcoming me and my family in, into this community. Because I, I know that's not an easy feat sometimes. Uh, but nonetheless, you have graciously brought us in and loved us all these 20 years. And I will be forever grateful. So we gather here this morning to celebrate 20 years together as a family. On October 4th, 1998, I preached my first message to a newborn church. And the title of that message was this. Some truly amazing news about you. And you know what the amazing news was and still is that God loves you. Here was my text, 1 John 4, 14 through 16. Also, we've seen ourselves and continue to state openly that the Father sent his Son as Savior of the world. Everyone who confesses that Jesus is God's Son participates continuously in an intimate relationship with God. We know it so well. We've embraced at heart and soul this love that comes from God. God is love when we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God, and God lives in us. And my brothers and sisters, that message has not changed, or will it ever. And you, 
And I are complete evidence of that this morning as God's love. As children in elementary school or even learn before that six basic important questions. Socrates said these are the most important questions in the world. Where, how, who, when, why, and what? And I believe that this morning you and I can apply these questions to crossroads and um, to where we've been, where we are, and where we're going actually. And every answer or every question can be answered with the, the same answer. It's a God thing. Ron and I talked about that and many of us that <clears throat> only God himself could orchestrate what has happened in Sullivan, Indiana these last 20 years. We give him praise for the victories. <clears throat> I think sometimes we fail to celebrate the victories as we should. So how did we get here in several ways? God put Ron and I together in Atlanta, Georgia <clears throat> in a church planting boot camp. And I had a cold, and before I got out of, his, out of the room, he had me eat like 20 pounds of vitamin C pills. And it, actually, Ron, I appreciate that because, because it helped me. And we, we formed this, our hearts kind of got together, actually, at that point. And he, he talked about us getting together maybe and, and planting a church. And God placed that vision in our hearts and then brought it to fruition through our obedience. Secondly, Church of God General Conference invested heavily in this endeavor, and I will be forever grateful to them. And the guy in Finley in the head office, Church of God General Conference, Jay Nicholas, believed in us. We're happy to have Travis Bodden and his son Brooks with us today. He's the new Midwest Regional Director, so if you get a chance today, you might. Um, Travis, where are you? Right. Hey, why don't you stand up? He, he likes to be embarrassed. Everybody look at this guy. I want you to look at his face. See him? God bless you, sir. Thanks for standing. We're glad to have you with us this morning. Thanks, Stace. Is this water? All right. Well, you never know what they're going to hand you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll tell you something. I'm gonna be, it's going to be hard for me to focus this morning. You see this girl? She was maybe six or seven. We had a cat, and that stinking cat litter pan had sat in the basement all winter. It was all crusted around the edges, so I took it out on the well and filled it up with well water. And I was sitting on the swing. I said, hey, could you kids give me a drink? Here come old Josh with a great big, like, 10-ounce cup, and I chugged that, and Stacy said, he got that out of that cat litter pan. <laughs> so that's what's wrong with me, actually. So that's why I always ask, what, you know, what's in that? God brought a tremendous band together right from the get-go. Mark Johnston was here, and I remember in the band was Tim Smith and my wife and Ron Lucas and Jake Headley and Al Drake. Reed and Twyla, that's the fourth thing that happened. Reed and Twyla, us, we graciously rented us our beloved Sherman house behind us and then sold us to us on a very reduced price. And I always want to say thank you to the Esseries for God working in your heart and us doing this together. And Diane's family, the Bolins from Casey, has helped us a tremendous amount as well. Where'd we all come from? All over, actually, to put this together. Diane and I came down from up north. Mark Johnson from Freeport, him and Dee. Dave and Candy from northern Indiana. Steve and Stacy from Peoria. Of course, Kurt and Cindy and Chris and Mike here in Sullivan. And then our secretaries, Trudy and, and Tracy, Ray and, and Buck, they all came from Sullivan. Ron and Cindy from Duggar. Uh, when I first met Ron... 
he said he was from Duggar, Indiana. And I said, Where, where's that at? I never heard of that before, but nonetheless. And then latest on our staff was Pastor Jeff and Bolindu, who's now in Florida, and they came from Terre Haute. You see, again, it, it comes down to how God orchestrated this, that he brought us from different corners of the world, actually, to, to come. And you, a lot of you guys have come from different areas as well. Where are we going? Wherever God leads us. That is the point. Crossroads made mission trips to Russia, Ukraine, two different places in Haiti, Mar Franck and Jacques Mel, and we are open to God's leading. Uh, we've been several times to the Gulf Clo Coast. Grant and Lisa just got back from there helping on hurricanes. Who was involved? All of you. If, you. if you were here the first year, would you stand up? First year at Crossroads was in, in existence. All right, well, God bless you. So this, this is what God has done and what we have grown from. Thank you, guys. You can be seated. Thank you very much. I was thinking and trying to get my motions in check, the whole gamut of what has happened in the last 20 years, and I got to thinking about all the people that have gone on to be with the Lord and gone home, and great people, people that are greatly missed. We've had babies together. Not me personally with you, but, you know, the family of God's. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, I'll be in, probably in court next week for saying that. But anyhow, this day and age, through accidents, tragedies, uh, surgeries, I, I can go on and on. And I was thinking about funerals, and a lot of times pastors tell jokes. I'm not much of a joke teller, but anyhow, I, I remember this one, and you've probably heard it. I, I love it. It's about funerals. These two guys was in this town, and they were evil. They reeked of evil. Everything they did was evil, and one of them died. And so the brother went to one of the local pastors and said, Hey, could you preach my brother's funeral? He said, Oh, man, no. He said, that, Your brother was terrible. He said, I'll give you $1,000. And he said, When is it? So he said, The only stipulation that in this message you have to say that he was a saint. So the old, the old preacher gets up and he preaches this message, but he extols all the evil things this guy has ever done. And right down before the closing prayer, he says, but compared to his brother, he was a saint. Well, I know that doesn't apply to anybody here. We moved here. This is when did it happen. We moved here in 97. Had our first service right over here in the Sherman House on October 4th, 1997. 159 people was in attendance. Yeah. Going back before that, it happened in our hearts. You know, we keep saying it's a God thing, but it had to be. God put that vision in my heart and Diana's heart and Ron's heart and Cindy's heart, and we acted upon it. You know, we started over there at Tindall's on the south side, the brick building there. You know, you see it. We started with... Uh, with four people in the beginning, and then Ron got some folks together. And we were obedient to the Holy Spirit, and that really uh, is what had happened. What was involved? Much prayer and anticipation. We were in attendance as an office and had our first group meetings and teachers and training there. And uh, Phil, Nancy, Tim Smith, Mark, and Colleen, Jake, and Bethany Headley, Ron, Cindy, Delaney, Lucas, Terry Goodman, and Shanna, Diane and I, Donna Kleckner, Dean, Mark. I, I'm pretty sure that was right in the very beginning. If I missed a name, I apologize for that. And I, Diane and I got to experience something that probably many of you that's lived in Sullivan all your life never. You've never lived on the square. That is an experience. I'll guarantee you that. We lived up 
in an apartment over there and only had one window. It was dark when you shut the lights off at night. And I knew we were in trouble. But one night I heard the noise and turned on a flashlight. And there was a cockroach going down the hall with a roll of toilet paper on his back. I knew I was in trouble then. But I'm just joking. That really didn't happen. But Anyhow, God has blessed us with great places to live here, actually. Faith played a huge part. I'd stand in that window. You can see that office over there with the, about the third or fourth door down. There's a sign in it, and it's brick. And Ron and I would talk, and I'd pray. And I would go look out that window and say, Man, Lord, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure that anybody's going to show up? And guess what? They did. You did. And you still are. And God bless you for that. The change, a lot of lives has been changed since I've been to town through Christ. If God has given you a hope and a purpose, raise your hand. Oh, amen. God bless you. That, that's, that's, that's what a, that's, why was Crossroads created? God brought us together for such a time as this to change the world. In his great love for us, he has given you and I grace-tinted trifocals. So we see ourselves as happy beggars telling others where and how to find the bread of life. That's who we really are. To see ourselves as a community of people thirsty for grace, and that's why I yammer so much about having grace on tap, regardless of who comes in, that they can find the grace of Christ at the Sherman House and at Crossroads. And to see others outside, isn't that sound good, that Harley? To see others outside as lost children far away from home and to help them find the Father's house, that's why we're here. We live in a world that is so divided and so full of anger and hatred. It, 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 just, it, it is overwhelming. But God has you and I in this world to spread the love of Christ and to see these folks and try to steer them back to God. And to tell all those who come in contact with us that God offers them a chance to get in the boat with Jesus. That's what we call salvation. I like that mental picture. That he has come to redeem us and to rescue us, and he can do that for anybody. And if we just confess Jesus Christ with our heart and repent of our sins, amazing thing about God, he gives us forgiveness for everything we've ever done wrong in our past, or will ever do, actually. The purpose and the power to live today, and that security of knowing that when this old heart stops, that there's a room in heaven with your name on it when you leave this earth. He gives us purpose and power to live today. God gave me this scripture as a prime directive, if you will. You Trekkies, that come from Star Trek, but I like the sound of it. Prime directive, the focus, the main most thing. 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through, 20, 19 through 23. If I had a scripture that I would say this morning, it brought me here and propelled me through these 20 years. It's this passage right here from the message. In the words of Paul, even though I am free of the demands and expectations of everyone, I have voluntarily became a servant to any and all in order to reach a wide range of people. Religious, non-religious, meticulous moralists, loose-living immoralists, the defeated, the demoralized, whoever. I didn't take on their way of life. I kept my bearings in Christ, but I entered their world and tried to experience things from their point of view. I become just about every sort of servant there is in my attempts to lead those I meet into a God-saved life. 
I did all this because of the message. I didn't just want to talk about it. I wanted to be in on it. And my friends, I wanted to be in on it. Praise God, I was and I still am. God gave Crossroads a vision. It's to help people seeking spiritual truth become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. And he gave us a mission, and we've stuck to that mission in the last 20 years. And it is our matrix. It's how we operate. We run everything through these grids. Here's our mission, to impact our community. In the last 20 years, do you believe that Crossroads has impacted this community? You believe that? We're here to reproduce ourselves and churches and to build nations. I just want to say I love you all, as does our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this great church called Crossroads and sharing this vision and helping bring our mission to the world. I'm thinking about the next 20 years and where God might take us. And I don't know, I probably won't be on this stage in 20 years, but uh, I'll be where God wants me to be. And again, thank you, thank you so much for coming. Lord, I love these people. What a family that you have given me to be a part of. And it's your family. You're the boss. You're in charge. And I just thank you, Holy Spirit, for working in our lives and continuing to work. And thank you for this great day that you've given us with no rain, with sunshine, that we can come here and gather in your creation to be your kids, to give you praise and honor and glory, and to celebrate you. For we ask all these things in the precious name of Christ. Amen.